Taylor. Yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Episode of our podcast. Yay. Taylor, you got to say yay. Yay. I've riled up the dog in the background. Sometimes going nuts. You got a beer? Yep. Got a beer handy. Fantastic. So, my name's Brett. I'm born in the islands of Hawaii, raised in the mountains of West Virginia. I work in the energy production industry. Taylor, who is UB? I'm an alien. I'm from Mars. She's from Mars, and you're a scientist, right? Yeah, Martian scientist. So, I'm, in the, I'm pretty much the color guy. I'm your foil. You're the smart one. And that's the way this is going to go, go down. So, yep. So anyway, this is Let's Die, the His versus Hers Guide to the Apocalypse, the podcast. Um, what is this? Uh, late June, almost July, 2018, first episode. Fun on the bun. Did you take a big old gulp of beer? Uh, no, I did not. I think you should. All right, I'm going for it. Okay. Well, for anybody listening, this podcast, we're basically just going to argue, talk, be awkward. We're good at that stuff. And we're going to talk about apocalyptic scenarios, how to survive them, or how we would just probably end up dying. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely (laughs) what's going to happen. Yeah, pretty much. Do you want to know what I have picked out for today? Yes, I'd love to know. Okay, well, I have... A little sounder here. You tell me what it's gonna what it's gonna entail here. <laughs> Is that zombies? Yeah, we might as well. That's what all they ever want is your brains, right? Or maybe it's just about neuroscientists that go rogue. I don't know. Neuroscientists that go rogue that create <laughs> zombies. I don't know. Maybe they want to steal all our brains. Maybe. I don't know either. Well, shit. Um, hmm. I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of zombies you're surviving, right? If it's uh, if it's classic undead, like religious esque zombies, then just bash the brains. They're shambling corpses. They should be easy, right? But if it's the neuroscientist thing, like you're talking about, and it's like 28 days later, uh, fast running rabies zombies, we're basically screwed, right? Yeah, you're you're fucked at that point. Pretty much. Um, so, Taylor. So, Brett. <laughs> what would you use best to defend off a zombie? Well, that's easy. Obviously, nope. a katana nope. or other nope. some sort nope. of other light sword. You're wrong. Or I'm bladed sorry. weapon. You're totally wrong. Because a baseball bat edges out a sword, pun intended, Every single time. Huh. Every single time. Huh. And we thought about this before, and this is the whole reason that you decided that, hey, this could be a podcast, because we argued about this so fervently, like, last year. Do you remember? I do. I remember mm-hmm. it vividly. Yeah. And it's also, like, what inspired me to make the logo the way it is. And I'm bat- still right, by the way. No, you're still totally wrong. Bats are way 100% better. Way 100. Way 100% better. I need to make that my new uh, catchphrase. Way 100%, baby. 
baby. You say baby too? Anyway, um, bats, they, they'll bounce off the noggins, destroy the brains, crush necks, spines. They're a good way to keep them in between, you know, their gnashing jaws in between uh, uh, you and them, you know, to kind of barricade them off. You can't really, like, grasp the other end of the katana as, like, a zombie's pounce on top of you. Like, you'll cut yourself. Also, what so are you going to do? When aluminum it- bat or wooden bat? Uh, ideally metal, for sure. They're lighter. They would last a lot longer than a wood one would. Plus, you could yeah, sling them. Wood, like wood has a good chance of breaking. So yeah, it would be bad. I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> say wood. I would say I would take a katana over. Well, no, I wouldn't. I would still take a wood bat over katana. Because you're most because you're gonna find a bats anywhere that there's America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if I find a katana somewhere, it's probably one of those cheap like crappy ones off of Amazon that's like just a wall display that's not even sharp. It's like, oh, authentic Hazori Hanzo steel! And it's made out of aluminum and I die immediately trying to use it because it gets stuck on a collarbone or doesn't even pierce the skin. Just go to the nearest pawn shop. I'm sure they have plenty. Plenty of authentic samurai blades for your... Absolutely. I'm sure they're all well, like sharpened and ready to go for the zombie apocalypse as well. See, you're you're kind of agreeing with me now because they're like you're not going <laughs> to find a good katana just on the spot. Like, and are you going to carry like a katana in your trunk? Like, are you going to go buy like a really expensive katana and just keep it with you everywhere just in case? I don't know. They have some pretty decent swords for pretty cheap. And it's not that weird to have one, like, in your garage or even, like, on a shelf somewhere as a display piece. And you'd have it there just in case. I suppose. I mean, like a bat, though, you can just, like, throw it in the trunk of your car and just be like, yeah, I play softball on the weekends. But if someone sees, like, a a sword in your trunk, they're like, oh, my God, who are you? I don't know. Your friend Wesley and my work trucks all have machetes in the back, you know. What's the difference between a machete and a katana? Yeah, okay. All right. You got me there. <laughs> you got me there. I do have a machete in the car. <laughs> there you go. Damn. But it's not a katana, okay? It's a gladius. But it could be. Well, I, you know, I live in West Virginia, so machete in the car, it makes sense. I have foliage to cut down. I have plants to dominate. Well, let's see. <laughs> well, I mean, I think now it's about it's a good time for us to take a really, really, really quick break and just take a big old gulp of delicious beverage, which is what I'm going to do right now. This is thrilling audio, us drinking. It's mandatory, by the way. Oh, shit. I'm currently drinking Bad Cat, West Virginia Catawba. It's a type of wine from Forks of Cheat Winery. You're welcome for the free plug. And that's about half gone. What are you drinking, Taylor? Uh, I'm drinking No Crust Peanut Butter and Jelly Brown Ale from Funky Buddha Brewery. All right, right hold here up. in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Is it peanut butter? You hate peanut butter. I love peanut butter. This is peanut butter and jelly flavored brown ale, and it is amazing. It's one of my favorite beers. 
I told you all I'm eating peanut butter and you cringe with horror. Okay, I cringe with horror because you said you were just eating spoonfuls of peanut butter. Well, yeah, that's what like, single that's men not a thing that people do, or it's not a thing that most people do. You put it I, on I things. You don't poll, eat it by your by itself. If we took a poll of like mid thirties, early thirties, late thirties, and onward gentlemen that are single and whatever. I bet you a lot of them sit in their underwear in front of the TV and eat spoonfuls of peanut butter. Guaranteed. Well, I don't know much about that demographic. I guess you do know better than me about them. But Ooh, that's still but weird. The perfect food is peanut butter. Think about I it. I mean, yeah, after solving world hunger, I totally agree. Okay, maybe maybe honey would be good because honey, honey and peanut butter, I feel like, never go bad. I know honey for sure never goes bad, but... Yeah, peanut butter, I don't know. I'm sure it goes bad eventually, but I know it stays a really long time in whatever temperature, and it's got a ton of, like, calories. So, you know, if we wanted peanut butter, is not a bad start. Send peanut butter everywhere. Send it all over the planet and give most of it to Taylor and make and spoon-feed it to her. Straight Only in beer jar. form. Only in beer form. I can't imagine what a peanut butter and jelly beer tastes like. It sounds like like a great. It tastes like nightmare. peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's amazing. Ugh. Ugh. That's what I. Ugh. So Taylor. Yes. What do you think about vehicles, huh? What are we driving? In the zombie apocalypse, like say you know the roads are, except for you know your choice of vehicle, like abandoned truck or whatever. What would what do you think would be best in this zombie apocalypse? I think some sort of ATV, little dirt bike would probably be best. Oh God, are you you are not always one hundred. Um, <laughs> a motorcycle, okay. First of all, those things would be great for weaving in and out of like tasty flesh bottlenecks, like on the highway and stuff. Because you got to imagine like a lot of like frequented roads would be just overcrowded with just dead vehicles. So those would be good. I could definitely, I can get behind the ATV. You can go off road, you can get up in the woods, you can break lines of sight fairly, fairly easily. And you can go all weather with them. The motorcycle, though, I don't know. Like, maybe a dirt bike, but a standard motorcycle, like a cruiser or a ninja or something, or a sport bike, I mean. No, not a sport bike. I don't think that'd be good. You're right. Dirt bike, ATV. Dirt bike, ATV. I I agree. Or tank, if it's available to you. I'm partial to the dirt bike, but I will admit that the ATV will give you a lot better chance of hauling around supplies or anything else you might need. Yeah. Plus, they're a little more stable. Yeah. I imagine gas would be pretty easy to come by, too, with all those derelict vehicles. As long as you suck it up in time before you Yeah, it wouldn't be an issue until, like, way down the road. I think it'd be pretty easy to find gas at the beginning. Yeah. Well, hey, have you ever played any, like, zombie video games, like Left 4 Dead or anything like that? I mean, of course. Who has it? Uh, lots of people, but I digress. Uh, 
like what if there are like zombies that are like just totally weird special types like the boomers the exploders like years of war or the resident evil-esque like ah okay yeah all the mutant zombies yeah like the big bad bad ones those would be basically just know, but like how would that even happen well there's a place i I don't i don't see it being a, a thing that could happen well, you know, genetics and uh, stuff and, yeah, yada, 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 Umbrella Corporation. Like, they all have to come from humans, and we don't have humans that are, like, 20 feet tall or, like, what? super guys or anything. Like, what are you talking it's just about? Super undead guys? humans. 20 foot you tall? start with a normal human, you can't get that weird. Clearly never played Left 4 Dead or Resident Evil. <laughs> Who who in who in any of those games is like twenty foot tall super supermans? I'm just saying, where do, where do the like super zombies come from? Like Nemesis is like, like 10 what? Feet tall cops. What? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, grab the nearest bat because you're gonna need it because you know you grab the katana and you die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but okay, theoretically, if there were super zombies, no extra powers or who could run extra fast or jump super high i don't know whatever whatever the super zombies do uh i'm not sure how you'd handle them i it totally i'm thinking a bat or a katana or some sort of blade isn't gonna do too much against i think it depends if it's like a hunter from left for dead they're like very prowly and cat-like like they you know, they leap and they jump on you. Um, mm-hmm. That's it supports my argument for the bat, though, because it'll keep keep them at bay because most likely they have pounced upon you uh, without your without uh, you knowing like, you know, they've snuck up on you and they've pounced on you and you're on the ground. Whereas Katana is just going to kind of. I don't know. I feel like either way, you're kind of screwed. If something. Oh, large man. and powerful jumps at you unsuspectingly. It's gonna bite you or scratch you the first chance it gets, and doesn't matter whether you have baseball bat or a blade at that point. You're kind of screwed. Well, in the Left for Dead universe, like being bit doesn't is not like instant death. You know, there's different uh, levels of exposure. Like some popular media, like a bite isn't immediately fatal. Like you can heal yourself, particularly in video games. But in movies, typically being bit even like a little bit and as long as if the skin's broken you're you're doomed pretty much so yeah i mean that means it's completely based off of how we're saying that this zombie disease or mutation is spread like if it's any sort of bacterial type of thing then yeah a bite's generally gonna like you're done at that Mm. point Mm. well you know the the other side of the uh the plate there Yep, because you turn plates over. Supernatural-esque zombies, you know, the shambling corpses that are, you know, biblical in in nature. Um, Yeah. A bite from, I guess, wouldn't be necessarily just instant death. Uh, Because I think in that scenario, wouldn't it be like demons from hell have possessed the bodies of the dead or something? I don't know, real I have no idea. (laughs) But you could just go off of, like, 
you have to actually die to ever come back as a zombie, then like a bite's not fatal. Okay. Religiously speaking, if you're dead and you're saved and you go to heaven, that's not you possessing your corpse. That's probably like, I guess, I don't know. Religious people at me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, we do have a Twitter. Taylor, did you know that? No, actually, I did not know that. It's at Let's Die Pod. Let's Die Pod on Twitter. Sounds like you're sending a pod down to Earth to die. <laughs> Just Cut saying. And dreams and all my romantic relationships up till now. <laughs> <laughs> I see why you named it that, then. It's close yeah. to him. Yep. Well, hey, you know, if we're gonna we're gonna die, we might as well die together. I suppose. Why not? Hey, let's uh, let's use this moment here to take a quick break. What do you think? Sure, sounds great. Okay, here we go. This is where we take another drink. I'm fucking no drunk. Time. I'm fucking drunk. Oh, hey, I guess we're back. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess the song decided to stop, like, as soon as it started playing. But that was long enough to drink. Oh, my God, I almost drank this entire bottle by myself. Oh, my goodness. Negative of a problem. If the zombies do come, I'll be too drunk to fight back. Good thing you don't need to have good aim with a baseball bat. Woo! Taylor. Um, I don't... What? I don't know. I got distracted. Nobody knows. What do you think about having a segment later, not in this episode, but in other, in other episodes, where we call Wes midstream and just ask him random things without his prior knowledge? That'd be great. You mentioned I would Wes. love that. He's, he's the third part to our Team Cyanide, so, um, yeah. I think we should make that a, 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 an absolute segment. Go just, for it. His general I'm all for it. will be immensely entertaining. Anywho, let's see. Taylor, have you seen a lot of zombie movies? Mm, not really. Yeah, I've seen plenty. More TV shows than movies. What, like Walking Dead? Yep. Walking Dead, iZombie, Z Nation, Ooh. stuff like that. Ooh, getting in the deep. Uh, I like Z Nation. I saw the first season. Um, I saw Lace Revenants. What? There's a French show about people who come from back from the dead. Well, all right. I think there's an American remake too, but what's it called? Uh, Lace Revenants, and I think in English it's The Returned. And where have you been watching this? Netflix. I love Netflix. Everything is on Netflix. That's why uh, I don't watch that many movies. That's pretty cool. Uh, I saw a really neat movie. Um, shoot, if I can remember what it's called, come back to me. You talk for a minute. I'll I'll figure it out. What do you want me to talk about? Jeez. I mean, we're talking, talking can't about put it. me on the spot like this. 
And, well, you know, it's a new segment, putting Taylor on the spot. Um, Which spot? Like, are we playing Twister and I have to stand on, like, the red spot and then, you know? Uh, woo! Okay. I'm sorry. Oh. That appropriate. Always 100, baby! You say baby, too? Okay. Those are deep cut jokes for people who like podcasts. Are they? Okay, I, I figured it out. The movie that I was thinking of is called literally called just The Dead, the most generic name ever, The Dead. Definitely in- never even heard of that. Okay, it takes place in Africa. And okay. I will say like zombies are portrayed as the classic shamblers, like they're not they're not rushing you. Um, and being in, in a place like Africa, you know, it's a lot of flat land. Basically, it has a constant sense of foreboding. So the main characters of the film are like an American military agent and a Af- uh, Native African. And they're basically surviving this zombie apocalypse. And uh, in every scene in the background, you can see zombies on the horizon. So it gives you a sense of suspension, suspense, not suspension. Good God. <laughs> I'm super drunk. I drank a whole bottle by myself. Anyway, but it, the whole movie is pretty excellent. There is a sequel that I haven't seen, but um, The Dead, check it out if you like. Um, and they actually had a good idea for zombie survival. They went, When they sleep, they set trip wires all around them, cans, so that when the zombies inevitably caught up to them, it they would go off and they would hear the rattling of cans as they slept, so it would wake them up. Granted, in that movie... I've seen that same idea in a few movies. Yeah. Well, in that movie, it didn't end up... Like, I guess they were too pooped and they didn't wake up soon enough. I don't know. It's been a minute since I've seen it, but that was a good one for people to watch. I mean, I know pretty much everyone's seen, like, Day of the Dead and shit like that where you're stuck in a mall, but... I tell you what, the hardest thing about surviving a zombie apocalypse would absolutely be, um, like human survivors, like psychopaths. Like, God, that would be miserable. You think so? Oh God, yeah. People are the worst. I, I mean, mean, yeah, people are the worst, but I feel you- like zombies and first aid and finding food and water would be much more difficult than the people you may or may not run into. I feel like at first you would be okay if you, if you ran into someone like a survivor, but as time trudges on and more survivors out, you're going to be left with a world, like no consequences. So you'll never be able to know if the survivor you meet is willing to plug you in the back the first moment they get in order to get your supplies or whatever you have. So, well, I feel like if you're not a jerk and you're willing to like, you know, band together and share and, you know, survive together like our podcast. How do you know um, that they're not a jerk? I'm just saying like, if I were to meet a person and I'm starving, like, yeah, maybe I think about killing them if I didn't have any food and I was going to die, if I like, there was no other way, but if they're like, yeah, like I'm going to help you out and share some of my stuff with you and we can, you know, go find some food together. Then like, we're all good. 
I, I, I feel see, like most people are like that. Like they're not just gonna be like, "Oh, I see a person. Let me kill them." I think Taylor, I love you, but I think at the at the beginning of the onset of the apocalypse, I think you're right. I think most people would be predisposed to helping another see another person who is alive and you know a normal person, but. Mm-hmm. As resources become more and more scarce, and I hate to say it, but women themselves are a resource for terrible, terrible people. Like it's going to be yeah. a lot. Harder to tr- yes, ooh, a hundred percent. Like it's Ugh. just, yeah, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Like it's going to yeah, be. Hard. I get you. I get you. Drags on. It's going to be harder and harder to trust people. So. It's a, it would definitely be beneficial to band together as many survivors from the beginning as possible that you feel like you can trust, because then they're less likely to betray you later. But at uh, the same time, once you get into larger groups, it's more difficult to have enough supplies. And You're breaking up. What'd you say? I think there's a certain number of, like, you know, like, being by yourself is bad. Having too many people. Taylor, I got because you're breaking up. Here you are. I hear you now. What were you saying? I was saying, I think there's a happy place in the middle of happy in your group. Being alone is bad. You have to be by yourself. You know, you can't really sleep. All this good stuff. If you have too many people, need more supplies, and there's going to always be people who can't pull their weight and slow the group down, and you're just like less mobile. And in terms of a large group, I think um, really the 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 thing that's going to make a group survive is. The le- it's going to start at the leadership. If you can, if the entire group can agree upon a leadership um, model, then having an effective leader will help cover up a deficient person's um, abilities to help the group survive. Like just because some person is bad at almost everything in the new new world that's been destroyed, like say for instance, um, someone was a supermodel. In in the normal world, that zero skills towards towards helping someone in the apocalypse. But naturally, being good people, we don't want them to die for no reason. So, a positive leadership uh, would find that person something to do that they can contribute to the overall group. So, absolutely, I think good leadership. Um, but again, man. Hey, Taylor. Hey. Sorry about that. We got disconnected. I don't know how. Hopefully I can mix slices together to make one full episode, but I guess we'll figure it out. I'm sure you will. I'm sure there's editing tools for this. <laughs> Well, allegedly, I guess we'll see. 
So what were we even talking about? Oh, good leadership and whatnot. I don't know what all made it into the, uh, into the cut before it, it just for no reason died. I think once we hit the 30 minute mark, it basically crapped itself out. So. Uh, okay. Wow. We, we actually managed to talk a long time. Yeah. It didn't seem like. Right. Like, um, you thought we'd only make it to like maybe 10 minutes. I thought we'd make it to maybe 20 and then look how far we went. I think the drunker we get, the more we're able to talk. I mean, obviously that's why I said I needed some beer before we did this. (laughs) I think our audience, if ever we should have one should also drink along. I mean, obviously we'll make them enjoy the podcast better and make us sound much more intelligent. No. Well, we're super intelligent. Do you hear Tun Tun barking in the background? Because I sure do. Hey! Yep. Anyway, always 100, baby. You say baby too? Anyway. Hmm. Well, we talked about vehicles. We talked about our favorite weapons. We talked about different kinds of zombies. Like, well, kind of, we did. And we talked about zombies in the media. But uh, I feel like this is only like, you know, barely scratching the surface of this. Like we could probably do like a full, like 20 episodes not on nothing but zombie survival. Oh, for sure. We could spend a few minutes talking about each little subject, you know, for sure. Like in more detail. And I hope that we do milk every single one of those. Speaking of which a really good book, Taylor, that you should read is mountain man. I forget the author, but. Man, that is a sweet-ass book, and it especially deals with the horror of survivors, kind of like how Walking Dead does as well, but, man, what a good book. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you who who wrote it in just a second. I'll be waiting patiently. Oh, you can't just even take it, can you? No. Keith Blackmore, excellent book series. Check it out. Anywho. Taylor, you got anything to plug before we uh, say goodbye? Like, are you on Twitter or anything? I don't think you are. No, I don't do Twitter. Yeah. Well, if if any of our listening audience has anything to say to us, come at us, bro, at Let's Die Pod on Twitter. Or you can send us an email at Let's Die Pod at gmail.com. That's L E T S D I E P O D at gmail.com. Or you can Didn't find you us on Facebook. What? Didn't you make a Facebook too? I did, and I'm saying it now. We made a Facebook. <laughs> it's called Let's Die, L-E-T apostrophe S, die, exclamation point. You know, feel free to look us up. Say hi. Say what you like about the show. Tell us everything that you hate about the show, which is probably everything. <laughs> I Like, I got drunk in, like, record time, Taylor. But yeah, I'm not even a little bit buzzed, but you know, I like beer, so this is fine. Well, I'm a total lightweight, so in the apocalypse, I plan on selling all my booze for bullets. God damn it. I guess I'm just going to have to drink a lot of water and hate my life. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks for listening, audience. Um, don't forget to check us out on social media. Uh, next week, I don't know if we're going to do one next week, but we'll see. Probably, if I can twist Taylor's arm enough. 
Oh, I definitely will because I plan on getting Wes on here. So that enough will get her going because it'll be hilarious. Because Wes is my best friend ever. Hey, fuck you, buddy. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right, well, Don't this has been Let's Die. And if we're going to die, then let's die together, Taylor. What do you think? I guess that's okay. <laughs> that's going to be, that should, that should be the tagline of our podcast. Let's die, dot, dot, dot. It's okay. <laughs> All right, love you, bye. Bye.